Have yourself a merry, merry Christmas. Have yourself a good time. But remember the kids who have nothing while you're drinking down your wine. These lyrics from the Kinks and their song, Father Christmas, hit me like a ton of bricks. I think I was a young adult, perhaps uh, still in college, and it just penetrated my heart for several reasons. Um, one, you know, I was enjoying myself during the holidays, like many people do, and just having a good time with friends and, you know, plenty to eat and drink and be merry about. And I also, during the holidays, thanks to my parents, had some experience in, in volunteering Meals on Wheels, Soup Kitchen, and um, really understanding that uh, not everybody during the holidays has it so good. In fact, year-round doesn't have it so good. But it really struck me that, yeah, I really have a blessed life. And not everybody has the kind of life that I've been so fortunate to have. And, you know, growing up, the holidays have always been just a time where I have family and friends and material gifts and food. And it's just awesome. It's great. It's privilege. It's, it's all these wonderful things. And thankfully, my parents introduced me to that. Not the whole world's like that. And on subsequent holidays uh, since then, you know, have come to a place where you know, I spend the holidays working to help and serve people who don't have the the luxuries and the the great things that I have in my life. And, you know, one of the few of these times. So uh, I worked for the Department of Child and Family Services in Rhode Island for a few years and worked in the group homes where uh, there were young kids and teens. I would go into the various homes and uh, they were remanded into state custody and living in the homes due to either abandonment, abuse, neglect, delinquency, or any mix of those, and would work literally on Christmas Day through Hanukkah and other holidays and New Year's and, you know, the different things that would be celebrated during this time of year by many groups of people. And it was real, real great for me to be there for young kids and, and teens that are basically orphaned and to be there for them. And and it was very hard for them, certainly, to be there when they wanted to be uh, not there and try to make the most of it for them while they were there. And was really good to do that because, you know, again, who much is given, much is expected. And, and I've been given so much. And so it was good for me to have those opportunities to work and to do that. When I was uh, living in Colorado, it was the December after 9-11 happened that the children who lost parents, um, these were firefighters, you know, children of firefighters that had perished in 9-11 as they were courageously saving people. And so these children who are now new, newly, uh, you know, having to go through this experience of losing, you know, a father or mother, uh, they brought them out to Colorado with firefighters who were friends of their, their parents that they had lost and, and just brought them out there for a couple weeks to just take them out, take them out snowboarding, skiing, you know, just to the mountains and, and to have that experience. And, and I got to, to volunteer to help them, 
learn to snowboard and, and to be with them throughout their experience while they were there. And it was really great to help, you know, be with them uh, during the holidays where they're obviously not in such a good place. And uh, to be able to be there for them was a real honor for me to do that. And, you know, now, uh, you know, working at a Center for Independent Living, certainly during these times, we're working to serve people that are going through uh, a lot of difficulties. And, you know, namely, like even just today, working to get someone a wheelchair ramp who they have a, a broken wheelchair ramp and a mother of a young adult. Uh, the young adult was the one that needed the wheelchair ramp. She's got cerebral palsy, was trying to get her down this broken wheelchair ramp, one that we didn't put in, but they're just having to navigate that. The, the mother falls, breaks her tailbone. Now she's got a broken tailbone. The, the young adult with cerebral palsy needs a walker and a motorized wheelchair to get out of, in and out of the home. And now they're, they don't have a wheelchair ramp for either of them to get out of their home. And so you know, we're working today and, you know, have been for a little while to get them a, a wheelchair ramp and, and we're running into some challenges and doing that. And we're, of course, going to do what we always do, work around these challenges and make it happen. But here I am thinking about them and my heart goes out to them and, and what it's like to be in their situation during this holiday. And I'm in a place, again, you know, where I have family, you know, I got three sons who are very healthy and you know i'm not wondering where my next meal coming from and we're doing fairly well and it's just very important for me at least to to reflect on people who don't have it so well during these holidays and i find that to be very important especially during these times there's a lot of people that are struggling i'm recording this during a time where we just passed 800,000 people in our country dying from the coronavirus so it hasn't even been 2 years recording this on uh, December uh, 15th. And 800,000 just happened a few days ago that we passed this tragic milestone. Like we're the leading country in the world in terms of uh, mortality rates due to the coronavirus. 800,000 people, that's the that's population of Atlanta. And so I think a lot of, about the, 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 the mothers, the fathers, the brothers, the sisters, the sons, the daughters, the aunts, the uncles, the friends that are, have lost their lives and what, the, what those families are going through during this holiday, what the families of loved ones who are now in the hospital due to COVID are going through uh, during this holiday. Those that are, have already got it and you know, have long haulers, have symptoms, and what they're going through during this holiday. About a week ago, some tornadoes tore through Kentucky and have destroyed and leveled some rural areas and killed quite a few people and heard on the news how they just recovered the bodies of a mother and father who were sheltering their young infant and, uh, you know, all of them perished and just imagining the horror that they must have felt and gone through and uh, thinking about them as well during this time. And, and I think this is important that I do this because this is what really helps to inspire me to help serve other people to not be trapped in the 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 privilege that I have the the blessings that I have and to just to be locked into that and only focused on that to have this level of awareness that yes it's good to enjoy the the blessings that I have in my life and at the same time to be conscious of people that don't have it as good um, as I do, because that really is what inspires me to help. And it reminds me uh, quite a bit of, um, 
a quote that uh, Mr. Rogers, his mother, told him when he was growing up, when apparently they were, I think, witnessing some kind of a tragedy that was occurring. And uh, Mr. Rogers' mother tells him that, yes, this is tragic. And um, what's important during these times is to focus on all the helpers that are out there that are working to support the people that are going through these tragedies. And so when I think about that, when I think about you know, the people with disabilities that we're serving right now in our center, I, I think about our staff you know, that are working really hard to get that wheelchair ramp, our staff that are working to get people housed that right now are homeless, living out of their car with their kids who are fleeing uh, an abusive relationship. Think about our staff that, that are putting their, their minds and hearts and talents and skills together to, to support these people. I'm thinking about all the, the healthcare workers that are out there now today, helping people in the hospitals. And we're on the trajectory of an increase in cases. I think 100,000 cases yesterday. It's expected to rise with the, the new variant that's out there. And there's already reports of the healthcare workers really bracing themselves for another surge, how stressed they are, the trauma that they've gone through, and having to absorb the surges that are being incurred by our healthcare system. And, you know, I'm thinking about them and just they're putting their lives on the lines. They're, they're doing this because they care about other people. Thinking about the people that are pulling, uh, you know, the bodies out of the wreckage, you know, in these tornadoes that have torn through Kentucky. The, the communities that are coming together to try and heal and to help one another, people from all over the country going to this area to help, and thinking about all the, all the helpers that are there um, as they're doing this important work to, to be there for one another. And you know, one thing that strikes me is that uh, you know, all these people that come together, uh, whether it's our staff to help serve people with disabilities, whether it's you know, the healthcare workers, whether it's you know, the people in the tornadoes, like, I, I I just imagine as I see it in, in the work that we do, all these like petty differences that tend to like we see in the national media, whether it's political differences or religious differences or you know, differences on how we see the world just melts away and goes away. You know, the times that we've worked with groups of people to get a wheelchair ramp in, we're, we're doing this together. We're doing this in union. We're getting along. It feels good to help and serve other people. And we're, we're putting these petty differences aside. Uh, because the, the existential threats that are facing us are, are so much bigger than, than our differences. And what brings us together is helping people. And we're, we're able to help people because those of us that are able to help to, to be out there and, and doing these things are, are just able to do it because we're in a place that we can do it. Not everybody is in a place that they can help. They're, they're actually going through the trauma themselves. And what an honor it is to, to be a helper, to be one of those people that uh, Mr. Rogers' mother had pointed to in a situation to be of help. And I think that's something that lyrics from the Kinks, you know, uh, is so important to me because I know for personally for me in my own life, I am in a position where I can help other people. Um, I do, you know, have the ability and capacity to do that. And that's what compels me to do it. And I encourage anyone that could be listening to this, if you're, if you're somebody that is in a position to be able to be a supportive of people, you know, whether it's uh, on a small scale, 
um, just in your own personal lives to be that family or friend to somebody that's needed to be an ear to bend, to reach out, to connect with, that may be struggling, to, to do it, to be somebody that can be supportive of somebody else that may not have it as good as what we have it right now. Uh, to go be someone that makes peace in this world to people that don't have peace. It's, it's a world that sort of needs it right now. And the holidays really amplifies the calling to do this. It should be something that's done 365, 24-7, of course. But I think it was during this service during the holidays that my parents really uh, exposed us to that really opened the door for me seeking a career in service to do this year round and, and as a profession. So yeah, it's important to do it year round, but maybe the, the window is the, this holiday season to go volunteer. If you know, you want to go bigger than reaching out to a friend or a family member who may be in need. And, and it's up to us. It's, it's really up to us that are in a position uh, to be able to help others to do so. Because I think of myself when, how many years went by when I was in a position to help other people and I didn't. I have regret for that. I really regret the times that I was just ignorant of the fact that I had it so good and had all these blessings and was just so caught up in, in that that I, I wasn't thinking of other people that didn't have it so good. And I got making up to do for that. And, and you know, I'm not somebody that says, oh, we should regret the past. But when it serves me to be able to have those regrets because now it compels me to not live like that anymore, to go out and make up for that lost time where I wasn't serving and helping other people. And if you're in a situation where you can be of service to other people and you may have not been in the past, I I ask you, I invite you to put yourself in a place of helping other people um, because the world does sorely need it. And if it's not us who are in this position to help, then who's it going to be? If not me, then who? And if not now, then when? Because the way I see it, you know, especially now with the pandemic, globally, we're all like in a lifeboat together. And there's many people struggling that don't have the ability or capacity to help guide and direct the lifeboat. They don't have the ability to paddle. But there's many of us who do have the ability to paddle and help guide this lifeboat to, to safety. And there's many of us that, that have that capacity to put that paddle in the water, but aren't. And maybe we're living a life like myself where we're just blind and ignorant to having a paddle that could be supportive, understanding that there are other people that are in need. And then there's many of us that do have a paddle and we're well aware of it and uh, can put it in that water and help guide this boat to a better place. And so it's my, my hope for everyone that you're well that you have peace and joy and, and health during this holiday season. And if you're like me and have that already, then let's go spread it. Let's go make a difference in someone's life. And it can be on a small scale. You know, it's a family member or a friend that could use an ear to bend, uh, you know, to be present with them during a, a tough circumstance that they may be going through in their life, whether it's getting linked up to an, an organization that's doing some very important charity and service in our community and involving ourselves in that, whatever it may be, to help make this world a better place, to be the change we want to see in the world. It's got to start with us. There's so many of us out there that can make this world a better place. To be a peacemaker, 
know, it's one thing to have peace ourselves, to, to have this within inside of us. And I wish inner peace for everybody. But it's a whole nother level to go make peace. It takes sacrifice. That takes effort. That takes, a, you know, putting ourselves out of the comfort zone to putting others first. It's got to start with us. And I know I'm probably, many of you that are already listening to this are already doing this. And, and God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for, for being there, for being a friend, for supporting a family member, for giving kindness and charity to people that you may not even know. Thank you. And to those that aren't but have the capacity to, I invite you to. It has changed my life. That's for sure. Exposing myself to people that don't have it as good as I do and feeling my heart strings pulled and compelled to do the work that's necessary to help them through. It's as much as for me as it is for them. It just brought a lot of meaning to my life to be able to be in a position where I can help serve. And so, again, I'll reiterate, if not you, then who? If not now, then when? Are we gonna lift ourselves up, lift each other up, and make this world the place that we all know it can be? place of peace and place of harmony, a place of love, a place where we need to take it onward and upward. I wish you all the best. Thanks for listening to the Independent Life Podcast brought to you by the Center for Independent Living of North Central Florida. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you know anyone who might benefit from listening, share this podcast and invite them to subscribe too. For questions, suggestions, or if you have a story you'd like to share, please email us at cilncf.org at gmail.com or call us at 352-378-7474. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, support, advocate, and empower each other to live the independent life.